Welcome to Offline and Investments Unplugged 2, a brand new segment of our podcast where we answer your frequently asked investment questions. Welcome to another episode of Off Plan and Investments Unplugged 2. I'm Simon Baker, Managing Director here at House and & House, and I'm joined once again by Rennie Sanger, Off Plan and Investment Manager. Today, we're going to talk about how to resell an off plan property. So thanks for joining me today, Rennie. Thank you. Um, so yes, we just kick straight on. I mean, Let's do it. The benefits of selling before completion is, um, is one note I've got here, um, I guess, versus potentially selling once the property's finished. Sure. What's your thoughts on, obviously, I guess it comes into payment plans and that kind yes. of thing? Yes, what very you, much so. What do you think on, on that front? Um, it's something that a lot of clients have seemed to do now, probably more than we've seen probably the previous years. And I guess a lot of that is due to the capital appreciation that we've seen in the last coming years um, and we're what we're predicting to see in the next coming years as well. Um, so something is probably a little bit more tied down to a good payment plan. And when we say good, that usually means uh, the least amount amount, the least amount you pay beforehand over and mm. the large amount on completion itself, leaving the most amount of return on your capital investment, if you like. Sure, okay, that's quite important, isn't it? And I guess that's it does get can get a little bit complicated when it comes to the last yeah, bit. It can. I've always been quite light numbers, but of course and what you mean by that is obviously that the less you paid, um, yeah. there is usually a minimum we should mention. So typically that is thirty to forty percent. Is that still the case? Um yeah, in some cases twenty, usually hard to find, but um thirty, forty, you'll be doing okay. really well. Um some developers can often be quite a bit higher. Okay, so 30 to 40% uh, uh, until you can get an NOC to resell the properties. That's very important. So Indeed. you do need to be correctly advised by a broker. I do think that property is always going to be at least a mid to long-term investment and being able to make those payments, you know, I would always say at least 50%. You Correct. know that you can then potentially finance the other 50%. So if the market was to slow down and it was a bit harder to sell, then it, you would have a backup plan, should we say, if, yeah, even absolutely. if the original plan was to flip to make up yeah. growth. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so, so then ultimately, if you plan to make those 50% payments, you know, if you're selling and you've only paid 50%, obviously we talk about premiums and the premium of the total price. So let's break it down as for, for, uh, for someone listening. So let's say it was a million dirham property. Yep. And let's say you paid 50% and it was only 500,000 dirhams. Yep. Any profit you make off the million is, almost, is, is all on that, on that payment plan and then half the paying any 50% is effectively double, isn't it? Correct, absolutely. And we've seen a lot of developments or a lot of projects that we've launched in the last couple of years where people have been able to do exactly that. And um, those are the kind of hidden gems that we'd often advise clients on. Again, going back to what you said, not on the sole basis of being able to flip mm. So to speak, but really exploiting a very attractive payment plan and having that opportunity to at least look at selling it on and getting a really healthy return on your capital, whilst maintaining that if for whatever reason we don't reach those dizzy new heights, you've yeah. still got a really solid investment. Yeah, and I think it's really insensible, isn't it? The idea yeah. of certainly from when you know when I first started working the market here, maybe two thousand five, two thousand six, yeah, sounds like a long time ago for some people. Probably is, but it's quite a long time ago. <laughs> um, there were people who would potentially be buying a property they pay 10% and then they'd be like oh no I don't have any more money I can't pay any more yeah. obviously we would advise all, all of our buyers to make sure you're in a position that worst case you have a backup plan you can finance if you can pay 50% over a period of let's say a year year and a half and you could Correct. finance the other 50% that sounds a bit more of a sensible yeah, you know, long term view I hope isn't it yeah. in terms of diving into those numbers that we just discussed so just to reiterate that if you'd bought the million dirham property let's say it went up 20% and that you've made 200,000 dirhams. But on the back of the, the 500,000, that's actually a 40% return on capital. And this is suddenly where you can start talking about interesting numbers. Absolutely. Absolutely. Get excited about. Exactly. And another way, some, some investors would 
kind of stick around in the ROI sort of market, if you like, and buy maybe a ready property and talk about the idea of getting, let's say, average, maybe 7% ROI. Mm. Whereas a lot of these really good projects, you might see appreciation of 7 to 10% a year. So rather than putting all your money in, in an investment, tying up your whole 1 million dirhams for 21% over three years, you could ultimately earn that whilst only paying half the amount, so to speak, on mm. capital appreciation. No, so no, there's loads of different ways you could do it, but that's <laughs> another way where you can make a good percentage at least. Sure. No, and, there's a, and there are different strategies, aren't there? I do think that, you know, obviously estate agents probably in the past have maybe got a bad reputation for encouraging buyers to, you know, don't yeah. buy one of these, buy three and we'll sell them all. Yeah. And I th- you have heard, or we've heard some ridiculous claims in the market where people say oh you can double your money and all this yeah. kind of stuff yeah, yeah, and I think yeah. it's, it's all quite unfair really which obviously it, uh, uh, quite understandably earns, earns estate agents a terrible terrible reputation it does no. it doesn't help no. us no it doesn't help at all and there are plenty of people who understand the market a lot more you know, sensible understand what products they're picking for their customers and I think that's so important to make sure that um, you know you are dealing with the right person um, who, who you try I find I guess building a relationship with an estate agent you trust who's been in the market a long time that you know will be there you know for, Absolutely, on the other end. In a five years' yeah, time, yeah, right? You know, if I was trying to find a builder for a house, I'd want to find someone who I could have a conversation with in five or ten years. So someone Absolutely. who's been here for a long time, been through yeah. and done it, and certainly a company that's been here for ten years plus, um, to make sure that you know you are dealing with someone who will be here in another ten years and, and will be prepared to, to you know stand behind their promises, basically. Um, yeah, no, so I, agree more. I think that's really, really important. Obviously, in terms of actually the, the physicality of selling a unit, um, you need an agent, I guess, again, don't you after you've bought, you bought it maybe off plan maybe off maybe direct or maybe for an yeah. agent but reselling it you almost certainly need an agent you do um, and, and not just reselling it whether you want to rent it out whatever you choose to do with the investment thereafter I mean I'd argue and again maybe a little bit biased there but I'd argue from the get go when you're purchasing off plan you'd want to align yourself who's got that long term view that they can look after you later on it almost I mean it kind of blows my mind almost where people would often purchase a property with a company or even with a developers so to speak who aren't going to be able to service them in two three years time when circumstances may change right you may need to liquidate you may decide that you want to gift it or whatever that case may be these inevitables yeah. you know is something that you need to encounter or at least give some forethought when you're purchasing originally so mm. no no for say. sure I think on that obviously you know there are a lot of real estate companies in Dubai that just do off plan for example and I, yeah. I love off plan I love dealing with investments but at the same yeah. time real estate is that it's real isn't it and hopefully oh, at some point yeah. these off plan properties will become properties that need managing they need holiday letting or long term rentals or they need an estate agent to sell it for them yeah. and obviously having someone who's, who can have a you know large resale team with area specialists would be the would be the right approach, wouldn't it? Um, I've got another note here. You know, should you buy a property with no intention? Um, that was a question. Should you buy a property with no intention of paying the full amount? Um, it's probably not the wisest idea to do it going into it, but we've we've definitely seen it happen. I think if yeah. you kind of buy a property and I might be even guilty of it, where you're purchasing a property, where you're like, well. I can deal with that problem a little bit later. I probably can work it out, but I like the idea of being able to sell it and I'm very confident I'll be able to do so. But it's almost, well, if I need to, as you said before, if I need to have a backup plan, I can muster the payment together or I can get finance against it. But I think if you're going into this with 
hundred percent certainty that I'm not gonna <laughs> be making the next payment. This. Yeah, it's probably and not right for it, yeah. I'm trying to sell it based I had a client not long ago saying I wanna pay twenty percent and I wanna literally do a back to back, so to speak. Yeah. Where I'm paying twenty percent, let's sell it to somebody a month later and I think it goes back to your days in, in the Yeah, in I mean, there, there has been times, isn't there, yeah. where you know and and if you again if you know the market very well. Yeah. You could look at something and be confident. I've done it a few times. You can yeah. be confident to say, I can buy that and I could probably sell it that evening or the next day. Yeah, now, sure. it, you need to, it doesn't even matter on the market too much. It's about what you're buying it for. And Absolutely. If, if that property represents fantastic value for money, yeah. it's undervalued, should we say, in the current market. Correct, yeah. Um, then, and we touched on it earlier, didn't we, where you could potentially get finance. Uh, that's a backup plan, plan B maybe, yeah. but at least it's available. Or exactly, you, you need think, to know I think it. as long yeah. as you can pay that 50%, I think as a minimum, yeah. you should always think that. I think if you're trying to buy something and pay 10 or 20% with a view to flipping it, yeah. I said, well, I think you should be a bit careful. I I'm not sure that's necessarily a sensible approach. You might get burnt and Agreed. Uh, and I think lose, that, that, lose that money. You know? I, I couldn't agree more. And I think that sentiment seems to be available a lot more now, usually in a kind of healthy market where there's a lot of um, interest from all over the world. And now, I've seen it more so with developments like in Russell Kema where, you know, obviously the introduction of the casino and it's got a lot of hype around it. Now people are asking the question whether they can buy today and literally sell within six months. And I think it is ludicrous to, to hear some agents actually mm. promising that they're going to double the money in such a short space of time. But has it got growth to it? Probably, yes, but you need to give it the test of time. You know, mm. I think selling anything without lease, not letting it mature for 24 months is... is, mm. is No, sure. And I think we, we're as optimistic as the next person, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, absolutely. But at yeah. the same time, if you've got an estate agent promising you they're going to double your money, yeah. maybe look into what. how long have they been in the country for? Yeah. How long has how long's their country been around? A company been around for? A country yeah. been around for? How long has their company Absolutely. been around for? How, you know, and, and do they have a resale team? I mean, you know, yeah. so actually, like yeah. some of those, you know, the funny thing is you listen to a developer telling you that they're rent you can rent I think there was someone was saying earlier you know, the other day that their the property of 14% yeah. well they don't have a rental team so they haven't got any way of proof backing that up Absolutely. we have a rental team of 70 people sat in the next door office who will right. rent your property for you yeah. but because we are going to do it I'll be yeah. honest with someone and I, I, Absolutely. I, we're building a relationship with you for the next 10 years hopefully yeah, and that's definitely. not something that I, I would take lightly at all and I'd no. be very honest and you know and say that optimistically you might get this but yeah. realistically it might be this and worst case it might be this and you've got yeah. a good range of of numbers to base your investment on then. I no, think it's agreed. Quite fair. Um, benefits of waiting until handover. So someone asked, what is what would be the benefit of waiting all the way until handover rather than let's say someone early on, if you could get if you could get ten or twenty percent, what would be the benefit to wait another year till it's just ready for so if you look at the cycle of appreciation during the course of construction, say for example it's a great project, we'd usually say if it's something that is quite exciting uh, we'd say maybe somewhere between 7 to 10% maybe you could see appreciation now in the first kind of year you get X amount second year and as you draw closer and closer to handover you usually see the biggest appreciation now just before handover itself mm. I'd argue you see that maybe the biggest spike just towards the end because now you've actually opened up a completely different market of buyers where buyers who need to leverage with a mortgage mm. how have now got access to that property which otherwise it could have maybe six months before yeah. um, you're typically talking about end users who again have maybe more a vested interest in the property it might be lifestyle might be 
close to the kids' school. So many more reasons why it's a compelling argument for they need to have that property versus a want, which obviously someone who has a need will always spend a little bit more. Therefore, that's when you get the highest appreciation. Mm. No, I think that's a good point. I mean, obviously, and, and you touched on it there anyway, but just to reiterate the point of financing, yeah. the person, let's say for some, some of the, certainly some of the more aggressive payment plans, I mean, even 50-50, 50% is a lot of money, isn't yeah, it? But, the, 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 but some of the developers, I mean, your emails and, and some, of, some of the big, big government developers are now asking for 80 or even 90% during construction. Yeah. So what that means is you need to be fairly cash rich to be able to buy this property or you will basically hundred percent of the value. Yeah, now, as soon as that's ready, as long as from a mortgage perspective, and obviously we can always help you with a mortgage if that's what you need. But yeah. from a mortgage perspective, up to five million dirham, there's you can get eighty percent loan to value, and sometimes you can even finance the fee, so you can potentially get you know almost eighty five percent loan to value. So suddenly, yeah. as you mentioned, the market's really opened up to the fact that an end normal end user who's got you know got their deposit saved up yeah. could go and buy that property once the building completion's issued, the handover notifications issued. And yeah. Yeah. And the valuer can get inside and go and have a look. You can go and achieve that mortgage amount, which Correct. previously some people might, you might see a beautiful off-plan property, but yeah. if you haven't got the 50% in cash, it wouldn't be achievable, right? Exactly that. So I've I guess that's where that appreciation jumps up. 100%. And I'm dealing with that in real time at the minute. I've got a client who wants to purchase a particular property. The completion is not till mm. probably March. Um, she wants to purchase it today, but unfortunately doesn't have the finance available yeah. to pay the seller plus the resale costs and what yeah. have you that involves. So it, it almost rules them out until completion so mm. it's a big one yeah I remember doing that many years ago and thinking I found a house price and then of course during that it's probably maybe less than six months probably three or four months yeah. the seller went hang on a second I'm going to get a mortgage buyer and, they, and it went up by 300,000 yeah, yeah, almost yeah. 10% I think it was yeah, which potentially which is a bit of a nasty shot but it's yeah. great if you're the investor it's uh, as you touched on it's great yeah, it's a great potential return obviously okay. you need to help you need help with a decent agent to make sure that whoever's handling your resale uh, and from a conveyancing perspective a lot of estate agents in Dubai don't even you know do yeah. use conveyances still no. but from a conveyancing perspective which is you know having a bit like having a solicitor either side of the UK yeah. is to make sure that they know how to handle it so that the payment the developer gets paid the unit access yeah. you get access to the unit all these things of I course. mean it's, it's, it is more complicated than just clicking your fingers it does uh, no, it's a bit it, of, a, bit it, of uh, a bit of speci- specialism doesn't it it, it is and uh, but yeah there's, there's so much value in being able to if you count wait that test of time and mm. get close to handover you you definitely benefit from it from a seller's perspective or, or an investor whatever you see fit I suppose well, brilliant well it's been really insightful thank you for your time today Renny I think up. we've uh, hopefully answered a few questions yeah. and if anyone's got any more that you would like us to answer or get in touch direct please do thanks very much thank you bye bye thanks for tuning in if you've got questions for our next episodes leave a comment or drop us a message on social media find the links in the show notes below